Five million people, folks. Five million here in Canberra in the next week or so. We have to make this happen. There is no more after this. You've seen what they had planned for us. You've seen the vaccination camps. Have you seen how they had gas pipes connecting them? Has that happened before? Don't get into yes. the cattle cars and get shipped off like a bunch of cattle and sheep. Now you got. Oh. <laughs> it's just getting good. No laughing at idiots. Fuck that. It's time to begin. Yes, it's time. This is coal. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Treasure. It's coal. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Alba likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Oh, I nursed him walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Oh, good day, Australia. Welcome once again to your favourite, our favourite, everybody's favourite politics podcast that comes to you from weirdly a bunker in Kayleen that is in the jungle right now. I don't know if you can hear this, listener, but mm. can hear the birds. maybe we can hear the birds. I don't know, but there's, it, it's amazing. The bunker has been transformed into a jungle environment and we're covered in birds right Think now. Think of the beginning of Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Everyone will know what that means. I'm and that's trying, exactly what it sounds like right now. I was there at the time and I can't remember what they look like. <laughs> Not look like it sounded like. Oh, that one. Yeah. You know what this is, listener. It's Good Day Sausages, where I will grant and I see J. Josh. And him, Ronald Toilet. Come together to cathart about the stuff what has happened in Australian politics over the last week. And I don't know about you, but some stuff has happened. <laughs> oh, name eleven things. <laughs> Just eleven. All yeah. right, all right. Where, where are we going to start? I think we're well, going to start. Well, can we start with just mentioning the five million people who have descended on our fair city? Maybe yes. five, it might be ten million. I'm thinking. Could be 10 I lose, million. I lose track Look, after it, six million. It's it, hard to count. It's That's very true. hard. You run out of fingers. You start off with the four hundred and thirty thousand that live here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you take that away. So that's how many visitors we've got here at the moment. It's astounding. <laughs> what I like is um, Canberra striking back by giving a whole bunch of them shitloads of speeding tickets. Well, it's not hard because they, <laughs> they keep going down a 40 zone. In, in, the fa- in fairness, <laughs> yeah. the, the 40 zone through the middle of town has caught a lot of people. Mm. In fairness, it is signposted like crazy. I'm anti 40 zones and I haven't been burnt yet. <laughs> no. No, yeah. <laughs> apparently one guy um, was, was complaining on a Facebook group and it was doing the rounds around the social. He'd got 16 fights. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's going, oh, what can I do about it? Because apparently the legal Reddit's been going hot with all of this. <laughs> what can and I do about it? What, what, what pay can I, them. Exactly. All the responses are like 500 responses saying pay. No, no, tickets. okay, here's the 501st. Don't. Let's see what yeah, happens. No, no, here's what you should do is you should go to court and defend yourself. Don't get a lawyer. Don't get. I'm, uh, and I'm not offering I, legal advice I don't here, th- I don't except think the fact that I'm offering you legal advice. Yeah, well, as a sovereign citizen, you should yeah. be a sovereign you should be lawyer able to too. Represent yourself. You yeah. represent see your if own you, country. See if you get off. Um, we would. <laughs> no, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> I'm close now. So, have you guys have you guys run into the protest? What have descended on Canberra? My wife did. Yes, tell us. My wife did. So she was getting her tennis lessons, as you know, we wealthy people do. <laughs> I was I was redoing my stable floor, so I, I couldn't. Oh, so she was having a tennis lesson on uh, Saturday morning. And where, where was the tennis lesson? Uh, the courts at Old Parliament House. Oh, sure, sure. Idiot. The nice ones, obviously. Billy McMahon. 
She is Billy McMahon. I'm not supposed to know. Have we told the story before about, I think one of my favourite, it was Billy McMahon. He spent significant proportion of his time as Prime Minister. Um, no, no, no. Uh, keeping the book on who could play tennis in those tennis courts. Of course he did. Like, like he, was, he, he, did. Was, he was literally, who, who's allowed to... And people said he didn't have an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> so she's playing her tennis. She parked her car with the other folk. And as she's finishing the lesson, the noises became more rowdy. Uh-huh. And the people they did begin One to can't gather. Play tennis over this. I know, like this is shocking. Shush, quiet, please. And um, so she finishes tennis, walks out of the courts, surrounded by maniacs with Trump flags, Confederate flags, unmarked, shrieking bogans that look like straight from Central what? Casting. So she's walking towards the car, thinking, "Can I get to my car?" She has to ask a nice policeman who apparently looked like Darth Vader. <laughs> Was that her description? Yeah, yeah, pretty. Well, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it boiled down to. You look like some kind of, yeah, uh, from the uh, set uh, of Mandalorian. That's what I'm doing. If I'm yeah. going, I, I, sorry, protesters, I'm just assuming yeah. you all have COVID. Um, yeah. If, if I'm, my yeah. job yeah. is to be the cop around you, I'm going Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, Damn right you would. And so she apparently, she, sta- she finally, she says, can I go to my car? And he says, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll be right, you'll be right, you're right, no worries. She gets to the car. I'm on the speakerphone the whole time because obviously she's nervous. She turns around, she starts putting her mask on and she's, excuse me, laugh. Do you know where the Dunnies are? And as she's turning around, she's got a mask on and she said they visibly blanched because she was wearing a mask. It was like there's she said you never felt so unsafe wearing a mask because you so clearly label yourself yeah. as not, not them. Not them. And they were not happy to take her advice. She of course didn't know where the toilets were, but she pointed in a direction. Yeah. So she did get away, but it took a long time. Ugh. Long time. So I've seen them uh, driving around town a fair bit. Um, yeah, with flags, all, flags. all stuff, yeah, stuff like yeah, we, we were um, just on a, a cafe the other day, um, having dinner in in town, and there was a, a cyclist who he was stopped waiting for the lights, and and people were driving past, and the cyclist is doing the big old dance. He's he's got he's got the fingers out, and he's flipping the bird to all of them, just dancing. It's just like, I think many in Canberra uh, uh, highly amused. Yes, uh, highly amused, and and not really putting up with their shit no. because oh, no, we, we are no. Australia's. If not the world's most vaccinated, so we're not really down with this kind of no. bring your plague to town protest. No, no, get fucked. I think <laughs> is, uh, and uh, and you know what is it? The Ken Baron of the year. Um, yeah. So it went quite viral. I, I wonder how viral it went because I could imagine this would go international. You know, so one of the protesters coming up and. Uh, uh, doing a vox pop interview with this guy in a car, yeah. and uh, basically it ended with the guy strongly defending vaccination and calling him a cunt, and it was just like go. go a couple of times too, and, a couple and of times. I won't and reveal the, the identity, but I watched that video. Not only do I know the guy, I may have formerly worked <laughs> with that guy, and, and this is just, not the man who talks like that. Oh, well, he he was obviously very vexed by the whole thing, and it was vexed. It was vexed, but also yeah. very very confident and comfortable in kind of in a vulnerable position. Like you're sitting in a car, you've yeah. got your window open. This bloke sort of trying to record you going through the window and everything. He was perfectly comfortable to tell that L- man. Where let to me go. tell you one thing about him, which won't reveal his identity. He has many scientific, nay even medical qualifications. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. So a scientist was um, was pro vaccination. Mm. Hard to, an older yeah. scientist. Just, just, just writing that down. Freaking so. bizarre, isn't it? We found one. <laughs> That's so difficult to come across. <laughs> uh, did, did you see inside the protest there was also um, Craig Kelly's threat to sign, <sighs> sign them all into Parliament? <sighs> um, He's a good man, isn't he? Oh, loving it, loving it. Um, but also within that, he signed in a Russian national who has been declared who's declared Australia as what? I don't know, some... Oh, uh, enemy state or uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, this is, and like today we had the head of all the spy agencies or whatever come out and say there actually was a, 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 an issue of 
supposedly someone Russians trying to infiltrate the selection process for a politician at the last election and all this sort of stuff. And you go, why would you go to all that trouble when you could just call well, Craig Kelly yep, yeah. and say, hey, mate. Yeah. Like. A mind so open, any shit will walk in. Walk in. in and yeah. that Clive Palmer's <laughs> probably already signed them up anyway. Oh, I just, I just, the, you know, the credulousness that, the, that, that, they are so vulnerable to all of these actually dodgy actors into mm. interstate. You know, it's the disinformation campaign. It's different to misinformation because mm. that's where people like believe stuff that's false. But disinformation, it's like we're spreading this stuff because it causes problems. Yeah. And and you know, the the Putin's army would look at this and go, yeah, we can undermine more democracy. I think it's called the, it's the the poo army. Uh, KGB. Yeah, poo army. Poo army. In, in Russian, it you, sounds a lot more sophisticated. You tell, you tell that, that, that to the that KGB. Was, that was Rod that I, said I, that. Yeah, I think I just did. <laughs> Dear KGB, we know you're big listeners. Um, are the protests going to do anything? Yep. We're going to cog up things for the farmer's market on Saturday morning. <laughs> and, and and the Lifeline book fair. I love that. Like the Lifeline, the Lifeline people have had to put barricades up around yeah. um, where they usually hold the book fair, which is their largest fundraiser for the year in, in Canberra. In the hall. And Albert. it's not as if Lifeline hasn't had a bit to do lately. They've been rather busy, I think. Like what, with books? Yeah, like, mm. yeah, with just sorting books, obviously. But, like, is there a news story or an article that you hear on the radio or see on television these days that doesn't end with, if you, if this story has disturbed you, please call Lifeline? No, but that won't have increased like, their calls. Like, <laughs> Apparently, they're called. It's, 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 it's nearly all of them now, isn't it? I'm sure. It's every bloody news story. Oh, my yeah. God. It really is a sign of the end times. Like, you yeah. know, how often do they say lifeline? Oh, that's, a, that's a bad metric for society. Oh, no, I've been watching it for a while now. And it sort of started during the um, uh, Royal Commission into Child Abuse yeah, a few yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. And it has just steadily increased. Mm. To the point of where they even I like they just put it up on the screen now. Half the time I can't be bothered reading it out. Well, it's like warning: you're about to see news. Yeah, yeah. If oh, it makes you feel suicidal. No, this is this is the thing. No. We're, we're, we're not. I mean, because because in my house we read the news on our phones. Like that's like modern people, like normal humans. Yeah, like yeah. normal humans. You're reading the news on your phone, so we don't watch the seven o'clock news on TV very much. No, or the six o'clock, or the six thirty. You're reading, but occasionally we turn it on. Like if there's a big thing for the kids, like what about know, the first or four? Not that either. Oh. Not that either. Um, yeah, we watch we watch like the bushfires, or we watch where something's going on. But uh, so normally, our house is very parquetry. You know, there's you know it's the ABC. But um, one time <laughs> we turn on the the six thirty SBS news, and my God, that's oh, a bloodthirsty. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's that's holy shit. Yeah, if you if you if you're having a perky day and you want to bring yourself down, watch <laughs> yeah. the first four minutes of the SBS oh my news. God. It's kind of like oh my God. <laughs> but that's because. The international is a very dangerous place. Yes, why indeed we stay it is. Here. Well, look, international that, that, is dangerous. And look, I'd just like to say thank you very much, Lifeline. Thank you to all the volunteers, all the people doing the books, all the people on the phones, all the people who work on 1-800-RESPECT, because I think you probably would have got a fair bit of work this week as well. Um, yeah, not easy. Because it's not easy and people are using them. Thankfully, they're there. Respect. The other, the other option, if you're not feeling well, is to listen to this podcast. It's yeah. Well, basically, we just record ourselves whinging. So it's well, the helpful. feedback I get from many people people, let us stop me in the streets and they say, I feel so much better having having listened to you. I think I was feeling terrible. But then I heard you guys talk about politics and I see it in a whole new shiny light. I do. I do. It's kind of like, yeah. Seriously, eight times a day. It just, it's just so much better though, knowing that someone else is swearing as hard as you are and banging their head against the table. It is nice to have that no kind of feeling. swears and bangs as hard as we do. So, uh, on top of protests, um, what's been happening? It's been a, a weakest horribilis 
um, for Horse. Scott Morrison Scott or Morris. Fortnitus Horribilis. I don't know what Latin is for Fortnite. Um, Fortius. Quattroniotti. <laughs> Quattroniotti Horribilis. I know Horribilis, but it's been, shit's been going bad. Oh, for, yeah, he's not um, having a good time. It's his been, since, horoscope is I mean, shit. it's been shit for a long time. Uh, you know, the hot, hot, wet summer was not any of that. Mm. Um, and obviously there's been the text messages. So we spoke last week about... Um, Peter Van Onselen's reveal of the text messages from Gladys and the mystery. Yeah. Uh, the mis- cabinet person. The mystery cabinet person. Soon after that, uh, Barn- Barnaby came out and said, oh, but I-, I called you a hypocrite and a liar as well. Um, I resign. But that, but that I resign. I know, right? I offer my resignation. Which doesn't actually work. Because well, it doesn't work. No. And like, we, we know this, okay? But it's like me resigning from the public service. <laughs> I, I'm not in it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> so I just put this tweet, you know, dumbass tweet, like you do saying, oh, if you ever had to, you know, question Scott Morrison's judgment. He didn't accept Barnaby's resignation when he could have. Okay, yeah. gets lots of likes, gets heaps of retweets. Funny, mm. funny, 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 funny. Correct, correct, correction. The number of fucking numpties out there who go, oh, 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 I think, oh, I, I think, I, 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 think I, I don't think you understand how politics works. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, young lady, national party, CJ Josh, if indeed that is your real name. And it was just so funny, but I kept thinking, oh my god, like anyway. It was very funny, but it gave me a lot of sympathy for um, people like Chonka Delco and that who who do, do. I mean, admittedly, he's got a brand and everything, but it's like yeah. who who just say these things like dry as toast, and and people jump on and want to correct and oh, help. I'll have you know? I'll have you know oh, that's oh. not how it works. I have a minor in political anthroscience. <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, he's had, he's had a, a horror week. So uh, uh, don't, I thought or longer. I feel terrible for him, and by terrible I mean. <laughs> oh, it's on. Oh, I'm I'm running out so, of hand cream. So yeah, everything has started falling apart, and uh, so we had Andrew Bolt's column and Janet Elbrexen's column, both of whom saying it's uh, the time is up, and and these aren't um, oh. these aren't this isn't Green Left Weekly. I mean, Janet Chris Janet Kenny had a crack at him too. Chris Kenny, Chris, Chris Kenny, Kenny had, had a crack at him. Albrechtson <laughs> declared him uh, not up uh, not up to the job. And she went as far as Massive to say she's urging the Liberal Party to find a new leader before the election. Well, well duh. Either. After as well would work. No, she well, wants it before. And after will work Janet because it's spoken. easier for them to do with the yeah. laws. But still. Bolt, Bolt says he was finished, but he reckons, of course, that Dutz should be installed. And Chris Kenny was mad. He slammed Morrison for backing Mark McGowan's, I don't know, I'm going to paraphrase here, socialist, Nazi, hippie, WA border closure. Which I still didn't understand why Morrison was doing that. Like that, that just didn't Cause, run. Cause just, I, just I open up Australia. No, but McGowan's keeping it closed and Morrison's supporting him keeping it closed. I yeah, which is, oh, that's because he, he's Labor. Yeah, I know. That's all I've got. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Oh, you're looking for sense. Yeah. You've come to the wrong podcast. I have. But the borders are opening on February the 21st for Australia. Uh, let, oh. me, let me make a comment about that. <laughs> what I love is, I mean, it's, I've, I've got a heading here, too little, too late, and or too little and or too late. One of my favourites about that, open up the borders whenever it's going to happen one day. What I love is uh, that then they faff around what will be the vaccination conditions. It's like, oh, yeah. it's not difficult. Open the borders, you must have as much vaccination as is humanly possible like we have here. Why would you equivocate? Why would you say, okay, you can come in, but two's enough? Oh, one and a half. 
Yeah, one and a half. That's or, what I mean. or is it the type of vaccination? Whatever it is. Well, the type of vaccination does matter. Because there there's is definitely nothing vaccines they can't that we don't water down. There's nothing they can't fuck up and water down. It's oh, this place. Oh, no, they can't run anything. But this is what I mean. Like, okay, we're going to open up the borders on the 21st, and you must be. Let's debate how vaccinated. As much as is humanly possible to be vaccinated and acceptable. That's not hard. No. It's not hard. Look, Will, you're quiet. You don't believe me. Look, I, I, you know, I know you're against vaccination. I, I, no, I'm not. I'm and not. COVID protection. I'm not. I, I know I, you're pro open up. I kind of, I, I'm, I'm pro open up yeah. and I, yeah, look, people should be. And, and you know, you know, you're flying to Australia. It's like, what's the difference? Here's the thing. You know, it's like, what's the difference between two or three? If you're, if you're, you're buying a trip, you're flying to Australia. It's like, oh, I got to get another needle before I go. Fuck it, just get it's, it. It's, it's not a big In thing. In the right? olden so, days to go anywhere, you had to have a bunch of needles. Yeah. Okay. Still have to get some. Anyway. I've got to do some. Oh, breaking news. Oh, breaking what do we got? What do we got? Oh, no. Just Lee Sales has just announced that she's stepping down from 7.30 after the federal election. Bye-bye. Oh. Anyway, I'm just I'm practicing my... Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Because I expect any minute to say... You can let me know and I'll play something. Have you got a stand? Kind of. Maybe we might work on it. But I've got the Twitters open because... Um, I keep waiting to say, yeah, and the Liberal in. Party is meeting now to. So yeah, so just just continuing oh, with that. Thread. Stop it or keep talking. Um, so Pierre Van Onslen. Um, it's Pedro. Pedro Van Onslen. Yeah, he's Mexican. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm not sure. Um, padre, you might be a Padre. Padre Van Onslen. Yeah. Uh, so he has he has uh, on the basis of one cabinet story, uh, Scott Morrison was rolled. In cabinet, um, just this afternoon, I think on something. She's having quite a bit. No, it. he was. Rec- oh. So cabinet meets on Mondays, right? So this is this is you know how people go. Oh, Scott Morrison, what a fabulous political strategist! You know <laughs> who, who goes that? No, people do because they yeah, can't yeah. believe how fucking dummy is you know and they go oh well he must be good at strategy or his political sense of what yeah yeah yeah. i can't understand his chess so he's playing on another dimension exactly like donald trump exactly clearly playing eighth dimensional chess or or one so anyway (laughs) there there is a cabinet minister and i'll probably i'll put it down to there is one that's giving stuff to um yes yes because and bob and and would it be someone that might benefit from I would. Oh, it's weird. It's amazing. It's weird. weird. Another again. Relatively tiny. Anyway, Pierre again. The Patsy. It's weird. The poor man. It's weird. You know, he's just he's just being a stenographer for someone else. He just stumbles into trouble by accident all the time. That poor I get. Who doesn't want the juicy story if a cabinet minister is like, oh, it was all shit. What he was saying. So what he was saying was that this cabinet minister had said Morrison had come up with this idea of I can save the religious discrimination oh, yeah, okay, yeah. bill. Mm. We'll come to that in a bit. What yeah. I will do is I will give the moderates the um new version of ICAC. We will bring that debate on and mm. have that debate. Uh-huh. And that will placate the moderates. Uh-huh. And then they won't cross the floor on the religious discrimination thing. Yeah. To which, apparently, the Cabinet, as one except for Brother Stewie and one other guy, um, according to this story, said, fuck no, we don't want an ICAC that's got retrospective um yeah. <laughs> Retrospective! <laughs> what, I was planning on no crimes <laughs> after then! <laughs> yeah. So I've got a couple more to do before you start. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I've still got an election. But to look, get in through. fairness, retrospective laws are not good laws. No, you sh- 
Exactly, exactly. But so this whole idea of his political judgment, and so it got uh, apparently shouted down. So there's a couple of things I think that come out of that. One is that his strategy was stupid. Um, Again, he couldn't read the room he was actually in of his party, of his supposed team. Um, They rolled him and then someone decided to leak it three days later. And he's, he's lost it. Yeah. He's just lost it. Oh, he's fucked. I love it. I love it. I, I've never been so confident that he is royally strapped to the porking bar. So is there is there going to be before the election uh, a challenge? A challenge. I, I think it's possible now, and I didn't really think it was before, but I, I, it's almost getting to the point where how can't they? All right. Oh, it's Let's on put like some, donkey Put some names, names in, the, in the hat. Well, you know my opinion. Y- your opinion. Amanda Stoker. Australia's first real woman Fe- prime minister. Female, first female prime minister because, you know, wants to have babies, so d- therefore real. That's how it works, right? Yeah, Siege yeah. is, is kicking us both Ow, in the dicks right now. Stop kicking me. Yeah. So it Amanda Stoker is yeah. going to be the, the next liberal prime minister. What about, uh, Peter? I don't mean this election. Okay, so Amanda Stoker. Yep. The, you know, obvi- the obvious candidate is uh, Peter Dutton. Peter Dutton, who Yeah, he's, he's an election winner for sure. Um, yeah, didn't he put his arm around Scott Morrison the other day and said, you know, virtually to... I'm ambitious for I'm, you. Yeah. 100% backing. Yeah, 100% backing. You're like, oh, my God, mate, that, mate, you did that out loud. Do you know how he said it? No, mate, I'm on your turn. <laughs> you, you can relax around there, mate. So, and Dutton went out absolutely gunning for Albo today in question time by saying, oh, China, China wants you yeah. as the Prime Minister and going into all this stuff. And like, he, he was, it Idiot. was like he was... This is how I'll do it, guys. Yeah. This this is how I will I'm ready win to be us. strong. I can I can take this, this fight. I can take it to the election. You've, you've hardly seen him. You've hardly he's been, he's seen him at all. The only the only thing he's vaguely stepped up for, and I think this is deliberate, <laughs> call me cynical. The um very belated bringing in of the military for aged care support. Yeah, on Monday, yes. So suddenly Dutz can go, Oh yeah, I'm totally on the team and they're my people. I'm the savior. Like it's his only only uh, motif or mode rather for looking like a savior. Yeah, and I, I, I hope he becomes the leader before the election because I think it'll be hilarious to watch him. No, no, no! But universities destroyed. are abolished. They, the, the army takes well, over I was universities. Say, we all lose their job. He's, um, he's got to win the election, though. No, no, he takes over. He doesn't have to. I think immediately he's just like, and my, yeah, my first no, no, act first, is emperor. I'm abolishing you. I'm abolishing. Podcasters, they'll come for podcasters first. Exactly. They got to find us. You, you, yeah, exactly. That's why we've got a bunker. We'll dig the bunker huh. underground. Yeah, and yeah, we said in Kayleen, we meant Condor. <laughs> Ah, God. So, but, but, it's a suburb. Okay, so under under threat is mm. Scott Morrison, and we're talking about timing, perhaps of yep. when there might be a challenge. Uh, Sixty Minutes, of course, is helping out. Oh, I on, know, right? On, on Sunday oh. night, by running a story which is basically can Jenny Morrison sca- save the Liberal Party? And the, the the little snippet from it, which I did share on the Toots today, mm. is. Hysterical! It's fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. It's it's just wonderful. And Carl Stefanovic is conducting the interview for the story, and people go, "Oh, you know, he's not a real journalist or that." He is perfect for this. He is absolutely perfect. Yep. He will come with him, oh mate, mate, and do all the morning show kind of stuff. And he, you wait, Morrison will have said something absolutely fucking horrific. Yep, and no and editing can save him. No yeah. editing can save no. him. And and that that'll that'll happen. But he's got to last till Sunday. <laughs> no, 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 but you don't roll before the 60 minutes interview. You're like, you want to see the juice and then roll. No, no, no it depends no, how no, much no. you hate him from the internal parties. No, like, internal, we're going to roll you. Him. He's not going to stand up and say, oh, yeah. okay, I, I will open up the leadership and come at me. He's not going to do a, 
um, like a hawk and um, – Yeah, um, get naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to do that um, where Keating had to have a couple of guys. This is going to be the one shot to do it. Yeah, I t- I totally. There's there's no other shots here. Yeah. Oh, and Morrison will go out like wearing a hair shirt, a crown of thorns and whipping himself with glass. Like he, he's not – there's nothing quiet about his demise. No. Also, though, I mean, this, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, he genuinely does not understand why people don't love him. He, I think, he genuinely believes it's, he's doing everything right. It's an affliction right. many of us have. No, no, I understand why people don't no, love but you're me. Adorable. I'm terrible. Yeah. Exactly. So why don't people love me? No, they do, don't. But no, I, I think, I think he, he's genuinely confused. I, I honestly think he's genuinely confused. Yeah. And well, I find he's that not, he doesn't show a lot of insight, does he? Really? Well, that's what I mean. Like, and, but I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that. Flippantly, like, it, it blows my mind. I think he's honestly going, what? I, I actually am a good guy and I am doing a good job. Uh, he, do look, care. he might even be – okay, he's not. And there is no evidence <laughs> that we've ever seen. Uh, but he might be good human in the sense of, you know – No way no, in hell. No, okay. No, I, no, slow down. Let me talk. Let me talk. <laughs> like, like let's, just, let's just choose the non-political version of good human. I'll try. Like, like he, 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 cares no, about, he cares about his family and, and he wants to do the right thing according to how he understood as well. But it, it, I, I wanted to talk more about big whether, yeah, no, big warp, no, <laughs> totally big warp. But if you if you're in the Liberal Party and you're a backbencher and you, and you're looking at the news poll, but not mm. the Guardian Essential poll, which we'll come to in a bit, um, then you're looking at you have no job anymore, and so you need a strategist. It's not about you know whether whether this guy pretends to be the daggy dad or is or is actually the daggy dad. Yeah. But you need a strategist who can win this election. <coughs> yeah, and that's and- what he's not. Exactly, and that came, and that came home on his uh, the cabinet leaks, and it came home about how they handled the religious. Well, every let's just say I'll put it on the table straight up. Everybody handled the Religious Discrimination Act, not the greatest. Creatively. Mm. So tell us the story there. Where are we up to on Do religious? You want to know that? Who are we allowed to discriminate against? And um, who are we supposed to? Yeah, supposed to. I know who we have to, to hate. If we say, if we say, like um, one of the um, sons of God or prophet in the same well, sentence, is it okay? I don't want to go into what the it, it's. Who do we hate, Siege? I got to know who I'm I know, supposed to I hate. Know I know it was a marathon. It ended at four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, it ended to yeah at like it's very 10, late. ten to five in the morning. Uh, even Morrison was on his feet. I, I checked Hansard today, and Morrison was on his feet at ten to one this morning. So that was kind of interesting, um, but. Yeah, yes, very complicated. Part of it was to supposedly quote, air yeah, quote, bunny quotes, fix up some of the lackings that were uh, occurred when the um, marriage equality bill came yeah, yeah, through. Yeah. So there was that, but and it was like, oh, well, you can't discriminate on people because they're gay or whatever. But the people that were left out were trans and yep. gender fluid yep. and the kiddies, the kiddies. Yep. Yeah. Um. So. Again, we put a whole population of um, our country, a whole cohort of our country through a terrible, terrible experience of where people um, are making comments about their lives every day, like we did with the marriage equality. Mm. And it is all focusing on kids who are at school who are having to go to school and deal with all of that. So that Speaking sucks. of which, just to derail for a sec, but um, it was part of this. Did you see Stephen Jones? Uh, Fuck, what a speech. Absolutely. I was just coming to that. And, then, yeah. and what a also people... We should tell, say what it is for those who hadn't seen it. Uh, yeah. So he was just describing um, the experiences of his uh, his nephew, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, his nephew, nephew had his recently nephew. taken his uh, existence from himself yeah. due to <laughs> issues to do week. with being gay, I think, and being persecuted or prosecuted or abused oh, for that. Oh, well, he, he, he was, yeah, I, I didn't see that bit, but it but was But Stephen also Jones' own son is, is 
trans. Yeah, yeah or, he's, tra- or, or, he's gender fluid. Gender he's, fluid he's, yeah. he's whatever he wants. And and Jones's speech was really quite magnificent because one of the things I liked most about it was very unusually he wasn't partisan. He actually said. Yeah. He, he drew on things people from all sides of Parliament could share. He talked about how we could come together to do excellent things. I was really quite moved by the speech. And, and, oh, and he's really, very clever Zimmerman. as well. Yeah. Well, but, but the thing on, on, on Jones as well is, is you know, he talking about how they can set up a safe space at home yep. um, as parents, yep. um, but you can't control the space out there as parents. You yep. can't, you can't yep. control and, you and you can it. Imagine, you can imagine the fear you have for your oh, kids. God. Um, navigating the world when when so much of the world is so brutal and so hostile, and then him saying, "But we can control the world as politicians, and yes. we can we can change uh, how the world works." And I think you know, oh, he, he he tore it a new one. Like I was so impressed the, the level of statespersonship that he showed in delivering that speech. Well, there were a lot of uh, uh, yes, really that, that got covered a lot, as did Trent Zimmerman, who was uh, he's coming up to his anniversary of being um, the member for. No, no, North Sydney. Wongalongalong. And uh, yeah. um, and as, as the first openly gay um, man in the in the House of Reps. Is he? Wait, Zimmerman's gay? Is it? <laughs> oh, and also I, I knew he was a Jew, but Apparently, I knew he was that was gay. one of the things he said. What about Warren Edge? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Warren, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Snowden, you mean. Um, no, no. Anyway, that's one of the things. That, like, what's there was what's a whole... What's his name? Down, down in Victoria. Anyway. Gay. Who's not? Oh. I don't know. What's his name? And Thing Me Bob. Thing yeah, Me Bob definitely is. I bet is. he's a senator. <laughs> First, I'm saying. Anyway, I don't know. doesn't matter. <laughs> Aside, what I'm trying to say is that people, this is a story, this is where I think Morrison and his cohort just don't understand the Australian population. You meant Corey Bernardi. Sorry, carry on. Uh, Australian population anymore in that. Lots and lots and lots of people know someone now yeah, 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 who yeah, is yeah. in this space. This is so yeah. far and from where most so people are. so far yeah. from so, yeah. everybody knows somebody in some way. That and, there's this, and there's a small percentage of people who still want to be totally bigoted, mm. but they are a smaller and smaller percentage every single year. This is going to be a naive and childish question, but you know, I still understand. Why? Why do you care? Keep the religious groups on side. I don't know why you care. Keep the religious groups on side. I don't know why they care. Well, the, the oh. Australian Christian Lobby came out today and said this isn't a good thing. Dominic Perrottet came out and said yeah. this isn't a good bill. Yeah. See, but so he's, a, he's a problem for me because he occasionally, in fact, semi-regularly says reasonable, politically not terrible things Except and then he does it. something terrible. Stop being so tribal, man. Like, no, yeah, but I yeah. am. But, it's like, but, but this is the whole thing. So, what, so what really got me of, of how they pushed, they kept pushing this thing through was even mm. after hearing those stories and hearing all this, it was just being driven by... Just to me, this is what it felt like. It just was driven by hate and bile coming out of yeah. them. To to Morrison, I'm talking about in particular. I was like, I'm going to get this through. We have to get this through because it's so important that we don't have the, these trans kids and stuff like that. I mean, if you're persecuting, but you know yeah. why, right? If you're in a single sex school and you want to have a poo, you don't and know it, which and toilet it's to not go clear, to. No, there's only one kind of toilet. And if you're in an all boys school, for example. And you want to have a poo, but you, you identify as not just being a boy. I was going to say, who goes to the toilet in public? Anyway, it's at school, um, so that means you can't. And, have and a you poo. know, what, the thing that gets me here is, you know, you know, I was thinking, why would you, why would you, as a decent parent, uh, send your transgender fluid uh, or gay kid to, to one of these schools? School? But then yeah. you think, oh no, of yeah. course, you know, it's it's these kids that are caught in a terrible situation where they're yeah. not they're not supported by anyone around them, and you can yeah. as you know, you can this, know is why, you this is why this is why you know the the rates of suicide 
uh, the rates of self-harm amongst that community are off the charts. Off the charts. Off the charts. <laughs> because, you know, in that sort of where you go, where do I turn to? Where is a safe space? Yep. And the answer yep. is nowhere. So I assume they, they think the parents send their children to these places so that they will get better. I just well, look. They, might, a, be, they there's, might be naive to it. Yeah, they might be, uh, they, or, they, or they might be hostile. There's, there's yeah. also the thing of like kids. If you know that the environment's not accepting of what you're going to say, they're not. Ne- you're not necessarily going to come out and say, "Hey, you know, Christmas yeah. lunch. Oh, Guess what, everybody? Look, uh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. There are many, 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 many kids um, who who are wanting a different identity, but there is no way they're raising it in front of mum and dad. Yeah, and well done, <sighs> the mum and dads out there who have the kids. Yeah, totally. Saying totally. that because. I know a couple and they're doing an excellent yeah. job. Um, so anyway, it went to the house. Labor wouldn't come out and say whether they were going to back it or not in the sense that they were going to move amendments. And then people said, well, what if the amendments don't get up? What are you going to do? And it was like, oh, no, it's gonna, we'll fix it in the Senate because we'll get the numbers in the Senate. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like yeah. Anyway, anyway, five, to their rescue, came five moderate liberals who crossed the floor in the middle of the night. Mm. And so um, Bridget Archer was the first one to step up, who is the member for Bass in Tassie. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's a bit, you know, marginal on that. Uh, Trent Zimmerman, um, North Sydney, Katie Allen, who's in Higgins in New South Wales, Fiona Martin in Reed, New South Wales, and Dave Sharman in Wentworth. Oh, there you go. So that's where I I knew that was. That's where you were getting Dave Sharman from. So they all crossed the floor. So together with the crossbench... Um, the ALP in these five, it was defeated 65 to 59. Yeah. Suck a a huge poo, Scott. But. Oh, yeah, straight through your teeth. Then what you can do is, with all your amendments in there, like you Mm. can go, okay, well, we'll send this to the Senate because that's the next thing that you Mm. do, right? And no, they're not. And part of that is, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here. Do it. Um, if a bill sent to the ha- from the House to the Senate more than two-thirds of the way through a sitting period, they had yeah, this cut-off yeah, date, yeah. right, um, then it automatically gets Listener, adjourns to the next... This will be on the test at the end of the episode, <laughs> so just you, autom- you might need to play this bit twice. It, it automatically gets adjourned to the next sitting period. Yeah. Now, the sitting periods at the moment... Ten minutes. Ten minutes at the best. Yeah, uh, twice a year. minutes at the best. Yeah. So, anyway, next week the Senate's not sitting because it's... Um, the best week in the whole world, which yeah, is Senate estimates. Nice, yeah. It's, you know, you know how much like additional estimates. So that's coming up. So the next sitting days after that, um, uh, it's like the 29th of March. No, the 28th of March they will sit. The 29th of March is budget day. Oh. So they won't. No, of course not. And then they start the next round of estimates. The day after that, Jeez for two Louise, weeks. How much estimation do we need to do? A lot more than well, it takes we a long do. time to get it right. Yeah, you get really it. Keep, um, keep guessing until you know. So they do that, and and so the Senate actually, in effect, doesn't sit again until like the 9th of May, and we're supposed to have an election by the twenty first of May. So not only is this one not going to get up, what the. F- they're not going to so get anything Oh, the federal up. ICAC? Yeah, that's about say, to happen. The fed- yeah, that, that's, that's going to get through at least because yeah. they'll stay up all night for that. Yeah, well, they won't because it'll it'll hit that two thirds cutoff. Well, then they'll start early? Yeah. Nope. nope. But look, to be fair, I mean, the ICAC's not Just important. Michaela Cash talked about that. Oh, okay. What's she, she saying? She was saying, you know, we, they don't want to waste time on the uh, federal ICAC before the election. I mean, I don't want to waste time no, on it before the election. It was an election. election promise. Yeah, but now it's a different election. That was a non-core promise, though. Yeah. So You don't want to waste time before the election because that's that's so last election. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck them. Sorry, I just get excited. I 
cannot believe they don't care how dumb they look and how horrible they look. Why, why do you not care? No, Tiny don't. little story on how dumb they look and how horrible they look. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like uh, I know, I know that. Um, uh, text messages have been going around, um, but I like this one. This was uh, who who called Amanda Stoker? Uh, exclusive liberal oh, yeah. liberal front brancher Amanda Stoker accuses Labor advisor of calling her a fuckwit and a cunt on an audio recording. But Stephen Jones MP says the cunt was actually Mark Latham, which of course is true. Latham. Okay. Nonetheless, <laughs> but I, I do like you know, this, important clarifying. Hey, hey, this is not a story because that is the opposing side of politics. Like, I, it, it no. was a story for Scott Morrison when his supposed buddies are calling him bad names. Yeah. But the opposing side of politics calling you names, not a story. Also, truth defence. So. <laughs> 100%. It's not defamation, Your Honour, because look at him. <laughs> No, uh, not good. So, yeah, we had, we've had we had a lot going on. Oh, uh, if you're listening to this with kids in the car, um, <laughs> there's, there's rude words. Ad- adult themes. Yeah. Oh, God, adult themes. I was going to say grown uh, up All right, concepts. okay, let's go with the other big story of the week. Um, What's that? Well. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I like the Craig Kelly thing before that thing went through. Craig Kelly was going to offer concessions when Morrison said, you know, never deal with him. But Kelly was going to say, look, 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 I'll support you. But I need an amendment that should there should be an exemption um, from employee employers requiring workers to be vaccinated against COVID so that people can't be forced to be injected with the substance against their will. So he's prepared to support the LB, the 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 Discrimination Act, yeah. as long as he got his no, no vaccines oh, thing. In. And, and he actually put that up as an amendment and, and the, the word was Morrison said oh, he'd, he'd consider that. <laughs> oh, get out. You dick. Craig Kelly knows that um, any uh, mandating of vaccines has happened at the state level, right? Like, uh, Yeah, okay. also, shut up, dick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, so, Grace Tame. And Brittany Higgins. Uh, Who are they? They've they've been in the news. So uh, uh, Olympics. Yes. Yes. They're both in the Winter Olympics. Um, they're both curlings. They're, they're doing the ski jump outside of that nuclear power plant, which is just freaking awesome. Holy shit! Which is just freaking awesome. China's like, fuck, we've run out of land, so we'll put the ski jump with the nuclear power plant. What we want to do is find skating. the ugliest place in China and present an international event there. <laughs> my god, my god! They're like, level up. This is dystopia. Like, if you're if you if you want to portray dystopia, this is yeah. this is Jesus. China god. has some of the most beautiful landscapes in the universe. Yes, and also some of the ugliest. Yeah, and they chose. B. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember last time I was there going um, the bullet train between uh, Shanghai and Beijing and yeah. it goes fast. Yeah. Like it, it, it goes like 700,000 kilometres an hour. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Isn't it a coincidence it's called the bullet then? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, the, the entirety of the landscape between Beijing and Shanghai, which is like a two and a half, 2,000 Ks, something like that, yeah. moonscape. It is, it is oh, either industrial moonscape or... Or dead moonscape, and it's like, oh Jesus oh, Christ! Wow. It, was this, it was it was quite sad, but that's the the, the pretty bits are freaking gorgeous. Though. I know, right? Pretty, uh. So uh, yeah. where was no Grace Tame and Brittany Higgins? Yes, yeah. uh, they won the Not ski, they won the ski jump yeah. of uh, firstly uh, getting to present at the National Press Club. Yep, the joint address still won't have us on, which I think is a bit suspicious. It's weird. It's weird. It's but weird. they are going to have Clive Palmer. Are they really? Fuck. Yes, they are. So if we had a billion dollars, could we do G'day Press Club? I don't know. I think we'd have to do a lot of advertising and influencing. Yeah, I think we we direction you know, of votes yeah. to actually be considered. We as don't someone. make the news. We <laughs> could fart the news. We could fart the news. Uh, did, uh, yeah. So, so they were on Wednesday at the press club, and so it was. Uh, it's unusual to have two speakers. Um, they both spoke for about twenty minutes each, yep. and it was to say. 
um, I don't know, riveting is not actually right. Impact. It was sold out, which is uh, like yeah, so it was sold out, but it also was looked a bit, looked a bit jammed actually for your yeah, COVID right. conditions. But mm. anyway, um, it 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 was uh, a big deal. There were lots of people there. There was a lot of noise made about the fact that Scott Morrison wasn't going to be there. Mm. Um, the day In his defence, how often does the Prime Minister go to a press club address other than he his own? He was there last week. Oh, oh, no, that was his okay. own. Yeah. yeah, other than yeah. his own. Like, it's yeah. just... it's. So, on the Tuesday, um, he managed... Uh, in the House and in the Senate, there was an apology read to um, the, the victims in um, the abuse in Parliament House that was read in the House and the Senate, and uh, Morrison spoke, and Albanese spoke, and Barnaby spoke... Thank God. Yeah. It was just in a, in a drunk way. Of, oh, I apologise. No, no, no. Can I just add something? I just want to add something. I've been feeling bad about this for a while. I just want to... Uh, uh, <laughs> I also... This is disgusting. You think, Scott, I called you shit-tard and I shouldn't. Wait a minute. I fucking resign. Oh, wait. You can't accept it. I take it back. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Fuck, I'm sleepy. Give me some beef. Lamb. No, it's fucking lamb. No, it's beef. Um, so in the uh, there was there was, that happened, and that was sort of like the first recommendation out of the Jenkins uh, review of the show respect or whatever they call it. Um, I don't know. It's got respect a, or whatever they call it. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, I'm sorry, I can't remember the. I can't. <laughs> that should be the name of the report. Oh, I know. The way it's been yeah, it's, the Jen- it's the Jenkins job. You know, That's what I, they call it. I know. I look. I call it the Jenkins review, but yeah, the respect no. or whatever you call it. No, no one uses the actual the title. Never. Attitude never. Attitude that I feel is around it in this yeah, parliament. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. So um, – Yeah, respect. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So we do that. Um, but uh, Brittany Higgins wasn't invited to be in the gallery. Really? When – Can I ask, though, wh- why would she be? Well, exactly. I mean, what's when, she got to do with it? <laughs> yeah. So when uh, there's usually people who have been prominent in a cause – yeah, shall we say, or highlighting an issue, mm. they will be invited to be in the press gallery. Hence when the this is Kevin Rudd's uh, apology to well, the stolen generations. You know that were they all invited? There's a lot of examples. There's heaps. Yes, they yes. were, and, was, and that was, was really quite nice. It, it was, was great. really quite nice. It was all over the ones that now. And just are, just to remind, who was the asshole that turned his back? Oh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? He, he might be trying to be prime minister. Just remember. Yeah, uh, is yeah. he? No, is he? Turned the around for that one. Lacking yeah. follicles on the noggin. Yeah, that's him. So, Adolf Kiffler. So, <laughs> such a good. Um, the, yeah. So anyway, usually they get they are in invited. Now there there was word went that oh well we couldn't invite them because there's COVID restrictions. COVID restrictions. Just COVID on restrictions, you. Restrictions. Just restrictions. And so Sally Stegall invited six women who had come forward and given evidence and mm. and that to be in the gallery and they sat. 1.5 metres apart Good. and everything was fine and they and they were there for that. Now, I, I reckon that, like, good on them for um, going because that would be a bloody hard thing to sit through. I, I, because uh, every moment uh, they have, every moment yeah. these women that stand up and do again. this but stuff, yeah. it is hard. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a little bit shocked at the incompetence. Well, I'm not shocked at the incompetence. No, no, of they, course, yeah. no but it is every now and then still astounding, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but yeah. it's like... Yeah. It's like even if, even if you were put, even if you were trying to resist this, you know Scott Morrison has it's doing an apology. So why not why not have 
some but of the surely, people. Like, but but again, too little, too late, or not enough. If you're going to bother, get it fucking right, mate. Like, just do it properly. But it's also this whole thing of, of you just know they wouldn't have asked anybody outside their little office of yeah. what we should do. Because you can get really caught up in things and you'll forget they stuff. They are the smartest people in the room. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they yes, always they think they're the smartest people in the room. And it's like they don't well, go the room to a, in, they are. a protocol office. Like maybe there's a protocol office that might say, well, usually in these circumstances you yep. would issue these invitations mm. and this would be appropriate for you to ask and do you know. Mm. No, they're the smartest people in the Because room. he's the miracle genius worker. Yep, exactly. Mm. Who also says on the 60 Minutes thing that he believes in the second coming. So Yeah, and he's got a giant portrait of an eagle. No, was it Carl said to him it, it might be a miracle might not be enough now? It's more like second coming. He goes, well, I believe in that too. Yeah, no, <laughs> just, anyway, I believe so... In Oh, you know. The, the nah. apology. Nope. Not my leader. The apology happened. Drink some orange juice, you'll be fine. On Tuesday. And then what Wednesday, we Sorry, had the press club speeches. And. Um, Can I have some of your terrible white wine, Sage? Uh, yeah, it's a bit warm, but go for it. Oh, even better. I don't like it anyway. Um, they. They were so I, I I blocked out my diary. I got you know put my out of office on. That's awesome. Shut the door. Made a cup of tea. Are thought, you working from home? And you've got an out of office? On no, no, no. I was actually in the office. <laughs> Just thinking that you you don't have that at home. <laughs> no, no. I, put, I have it on my no, study. I put it on my like on my emails and everything. Like everyone. No, no. I get that. I get off, that. You know. And I thought, okay, this won't be easy, but I'm going. You like awesome. These women deserve. Respect and time. Sure. And so I sat down watching it and, oh, my God, it was so hard. It, it was great. Yeah. But it was really sh- – so, uh, yeah, really don't listen to this if, you, if you're if you in any way sensitive to, to around this topic. No, no, no. Siege, we, we tell them the morning ahead. afterwards. If, 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 if our listeners ahead. know anything, yeah, yeah, we yeah. tell them the warning afterwards. By the way, oops. <laughs> no. So uh, Brittany Higgins got up, was introduced by Laura Tingle, got up, stood at the podium, and her opening line was, I was raped on a couch in a minister's office in Parliament House. Jesus uh, fucking Christ. You're not supposed to do the mic drop at the beginning. That uh, wasn't the mic drop. So it, it went. So that was her opening line. And yeah. you kind of go, okay, honey, you're starting there. Go for it. Like yeah, yeah. from that moment on, you're just like, yes, yes. So Fuck it's me. really, really hard. And she and she went on to say, this is a place that has police, security guards, 24 mm. hours a day. It's supposed to be the greatest place in the, you know, in the in, in you know, in, one of the in, safest in places can, in, in the inner in, triangle in, in Canberra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like of places in Australia, you would like yeah, it's to think the one. It's, it's the, the one. And this is what happened to me, and went on about it. And not, not went on about it. Sorry, went on and talked. Talked a bit, not so much about the incident, but then the things that flowed yeah. from that. Then Grace Tang went up and she uh, did some introductory remarks and talked about being Australian of the Year and what a you know great things that she's been able to do and there's the great Grace Tang Foundation and things like that. And then she said, and what you may have noticed is that um, I have nothing to lose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then just took a deep breath. And she does this thing, I've noticed her do it before, where she taps the side of her leg yeah. just before she's going to speak. And I think it's a kind of centering yeah, thing yeah. just before you're going to say something. And yeah. she tapped the side of her leg. And I was just, holy fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm Seat like, what? Belts on. Seat belts yeah. on, everybody. And she, and she went in and told this story about how she had been um, rung by the head of an, a government-funded, large government-funded organisation. Just to clarify, what does that mean? Like, what are we thinking here? Rung, it means on the phone. Yeah, okay, cool, all right. <laughs> I would assume an NGO or something gets a lot of money. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. Government-funded organisation, run, run by that, and, and, and said, you won't cause any problems for the Prime Minister before the election, will you? you know, you're not going to cause any stuff 
you know, what before you fuck. finish being the Australian of the Year and stuff. Now, to um, which you replied, thank you for the incentive. Well, she was asked the question, what did you say? Yeah. And she's got the best facial expressions in the universe <laughs> and she just pulled faces and it was just like so funny because it's it was also like she she doesn't care she doesn't yeah. give a shit she's not a she's not a celebrity yeah. she's not a politician there's she's no not one more dangerous to these wankers than no, someone who does not fucking care. does not fucking yeah. care yeah. has got nothing to lose yep. and just goes no i'm not answering that or i'm not doing that like it's i will tell you as much about me and my situation as yep. i want to tell you you know but by the, by the end of, of them speaking, I realised that I was kind of like sitting up really straight in my chair. <laughs> you know, like you just suddenly realise, and my shoulders are back and I'm like, yes. You know, and... and so what you're saying is Grace Time is good for your posture. It's very good for your posture, but it was excellent. Now, they got a standing ovation each. There was a quite a large standing ovation at mm. the end. Three people who I noticed didn't stand up were... Oh. Mm. Uh, Maurice Payne, who was there, who is the Minister for Women. Uh, uh, she did get there, but it, she, it, she didn't stand up. Uh, it's, it becomes pretty obvious when everyone else is. It, who else? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we also had the Minister for Women's Safety, Anne Rustin, who was sitting in the front row, and I kind of thought, okay, when the first one happened, I thought, okay. Yeah, everyone else sitting, is behind you. Behind I am you. so you focused on Grace so I can't tell. I can't and then te- I looked at the whole room and I just went, no, you know, honey. And then no, the she's other, barely human, the though, other person clear. was the member of the Women's Task Force, Jane Hume, who was there, a uh, Liberal, um, who's on there. So... Good that is fucking God. And the other people, the people who so were in any the of you, or- any of you listeners who happen to be in their electorate, just you know, sort them out. Don't vote for them as well as I was at the ballot box. That's what she meant. Yeah, at the ballot box. Yeah. The other thing. But that how do you do that? So I, I, I don't want to let those people go. So <laughs> Maurice Payne was what recently quoted as saying, "Scott Morrison is without question the best person to be leading this country at the moment." So she's already broken and she's either deeply disturbed or a horrible oh, she's, liar. She's drunk the Kool-Aid. Uh, and That's beyond is, Kool-Aid. Yeah, this, but this it's is also this whole, yeah, anyway. Brainwashing insanity so or the self-serving other, fucks. The other people who I noticed in the audience who I thought were quite interesting to see there were Christine Holgate. Mm. The oh, yeah. former yep. head of Australia watches? Post. Who, yeah, how many who, watches was she wearing? She, she, she was just covered in them. She no, had, she had the trench coat. Trench coat with one of my watch. What? One of my watch. I'll watch. give you one. Two. The second one's free. Look, I have to say, she she looked like a woman who had Guard had a million dollar payout. You know, like you, you just know if you've got a lot of money, yeah, yeah. you just look cooler and calm. Anyway. Was she also smoking a cigarette because it was pretty out of a long holder, like <laughs> one of those, like yeah, yeah. Ivory, it's ivory. It's always ivory. <laughs> Uh, the other person who uh, who was sitting next to Christine Holgate, which was quite interesting, was Julie Banks. Who oh, yeah. Oh, sitting, wow. Fuck. <laughs> my ex-liberal MP who said that yeah. Morrison was like boring wallpaper. Um, <laughs> Kate Jenkins, set, who wrote the Set the Standard yep. report, mm. um, and Anthony Albanese was there. There were – there was a question that was said that was about, do you think that um, the fact that there aren't many men in the audience and that there's only one man who's listed to ask a question – is actually a reflection that this is still seen as a woman's problem. And and I thought, okay, that's yep. – I, I, I thought, yep, I, I get that. But I also think that we're still early in this phase, mm. um, early in this wave that I feel the young feminists and the young women are, are taking on now. And people are still finding out how do I participate, how do I, um, how do I interact without – uh, but, uh, in, you know, just to, just to oh add on, add on to that, and I'm it's not it's not a disclaimer of that point because I don't doubt that the the crowd in the press club was um, was heavily skewed towards women. Um, 
but I, I went to, and, and this is not me, I'm just remembering the um, the the March on the Lawns. Um, yes. So this time last year, Brittany Higgins spoke. There was there was a solid number of guys there. Oh yeah, so I it, it was not. I think I think there, and and it's a lot of younger guys that are. Um, seeing things need to change uh, amongst them and their friends as well. So Yeah, not being at the press club could also mean they didn't get tickets in time or didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm not not all men, okay, guys? Yes, like- <laughs> yes, indeed. Exactly. That's what find, I was going to say. Find I was some say, recognition. I just didn't find the words in time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, glad you I- realise you don't know how much we suffer. I know, darling. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, the other thing, the other sort of um, might get cancelled for that. Might <laughs> might uh, drop moment that happened was uh, when Brittany Higgins said that she in in the question period that she it was almost. I'm sorry, I didn't write write down the words, but it was the, oh, the stop emphasis of it was it was almost ha- people in Morrison's office knew about the. Um, right, they knew what had happened to her, and when the text was sent. From Barnaby to somebody else. Mm. Remember, that's what the, that was the whole leaking of the text was tell BH. Oh. Tell BH Morrison is a liar and it's coming oh. back. I've never trusted Which is him what, no, no, yeah, no. I've never trusted Really? Him. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that was the whole yeah. point of it. And this person. This is was Barnaby t- backgrounding to her. Wow. Yeah. Back, yeah, doing a back channel. But he was well, on the back bench then. Does he, have, does he have emotions? No, no, because all he's no, he saying. No, he has motivations. No, he has motivations because the, motiv- the, the intent of that is he knows. Yeah. After he stood up and yeah, said, yeah, "I know yeah. nothing about this," yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know there was that was kind of huh. the, the big thing. So, like any time you're in town, girls, and you'd like to go out for a drink, come over for a roast. Definitely, there you go. Hit me up. I don't think you were invited. No, no, I was no, saying. No, I don't think you were invited. No, no, I, I, no, I was saying definitely. That's <laughs> awesome of an invite that I'm not invited to. I'm invited, but I, you're not invited. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. No. No. You're with me. Mate. <laughs> I was just, I don't know, I had a ridiculous sense of pride, which I have no um, You're not used to that qualification feeling? towards. Do you know? You're like, not I don't qualified know for pride? No, I don't, ha- I don't know them. I don't. It's vicarious. Yeah, it was just like, That's yeah, right. like, this is so good. Uh, and, and Grace saying, she ain't going away. No. Do not go, and also please don't go away. Please don't go away It'll for as long as Where does Grace Tam end up? Yeah, when when, when she's yes, 60, yes. is she a high court judge? She's probably got a podcast with a couple of guys who come around and drink all her booze. Oh, my God. It will look, Grace, <laughs> if, if you're listening. Just saying. Yeah, look, I mean, but, yeah. On personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I didn't realise you were Australian of the year, so. Yeah, it's true. So... It is an qu- interesting question where she ends up because well, there, she's got be, the foundation. But many things will be thrown and thrown at her and offered to her. Mm. And can she or will she maintain her sort of her centered path I through what she, she can. chooses? I think she can for a while because she's young and she's got time to do mm. that. I mean, she's got yeah. plenty of time to go on board. She's got plenty of time to do corporate. She's got look, even though they, they were both asked about whether they had political ambitions. No, thank you very much. Bye-bye. No, we're not going on the campaign trail, you know, all this sort of stuff. Then she winked at our boat. Great time. She's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, so is she Governor General in the Tab- Tanya Plibersek oh, I would imagine so. Uh, or Amanda Stoker. Yeah. I don't think Amanda Stoker would put her as Governor General. Oh, she's, she's pro-women. Yeah. Oh, no. She's uh, not pro-women. Sorry. So I, they've got a lot of time to decide what they want to do. I was 
once they finish doing I just my, – my concern for them is that every time they have to stand up and do this stuff, it's personally difficult. Yeah. yeah. And I want them to be healthy and they seem to be supported by good families and good partners and good people around them. And I hope what they took away from the National Press Club was that there were a lot of people in that room who were – and a lot of people watching who were massively supportive. Look, yeah. when, when Morrison is utterly humiliated at the next election – which he might not be. Yeah, he will be. You know, you know, no, just, we're not going to cover just, it, so just, it should be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We won't talk about it until afterwards. But when he is, um, and many of his cronies will be as well, we can look back and point to these two women oh, that big as part. being utterly pivotal in this because they've opened up a door so that... Well, so, sorry? Scott Morrison's own incompetence. Just, yeah, but that hasn't been a problem up until now. Like, <laughs> no, it's no, been, we're used to... It. No, we're used... To, honestly, we're used to incompetent men on both sides of politics. It's very important mm-hmm. to us. Mediocre. Like I always remember Joan Kerner saying, we'll have mediocre, you know, you know, we'll have achieved equality when we have mediocre women in leadership. Right? Yeah, it's true. And it's kind Amanda of like. Stoker. Maybe we're on the there track. There you go. She's oh. not a man. Uh, no, that's what she's saying. No, mediocre saying. women. Mediocre women. Oh, All right, I, you I got like. any, You got, got any more? You got any more? Little, I, I got a little I'm one sorry, for you. I got a little one you know. for you, Rod. I want to talk about timing of the election to finish up. Cool, we'll come to that. Um, so you know how you often uh, – from we, we, we do our research for G'day Sausages from a variety of different media sources. Uh, yes. We don't often cite Campus Morning Mail. Um, we should. Oh, we should I, I know, though. I know. Campus Morning Mail, great newsletter. Uh, so uh, there was a story uh, today, yesterday or something like that. Yes. Uh, Senator Griff – uh, of the Centre Alliance has said, mm-hmm. look, look, the whole um, the whole funding debacle with the ARC. So at the end of the year, when uh, Stuart Robert cancelled a few research projects or uh, funded so research projects, this is the Australian projects. Research Council. So for those of you playing yeah. at home, so six projects were set, deemed worthy um, by, by the panels of experts, people who know what they're talking field. about. Yep. And and Stuart Roberts said, no, we're not going to do them because they're about climate change or China, because they're not in the national interest. Which is weird because China and climate change are really in the national interest. And even if you're an idiot liberal who thinks climate change isn't happening, China is definitely in the national interest. Anyway, uh, so Senator Griff has said, look, maybe we should, rather than just uh, fixing the system as it is, maybe we should relook at the whole thing. And so he said, he said, look, we could probably open it up to a very different funding regime, maybe even a lottery. So researchers put their hat and just, just put it in there. So oh, wow. yes. There you go. So I thought, I thought, Senator Griff, if you want to come on uh, G'day Sausages and tell us your plan for research funding, I'm sure our listeners will love that. That will be an additional. Look, you, yeah, an, we might make that a, That's an yeah, additional. That, you you yeah. can come on to the Wholesome Show too. We could do either. That's we could a do fans both. only. We could do a crossover, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say make it a lottery because it's pretty much that anyway. I'll, I'll just add a climate. Mm. Can I add a climate thing? Please. I'm loving. So I just caught this today. So um, the G7 are talking about under, under the. Uh, the noise or the whip of the new Chancellor of Germany, Olaf Scholz. It's a great name. Fuck, it's great so name. German. It's, it's, oh. Ich bin Olaf Scholz. Sorry, ich heiße und ich bin Chancellor. So he wants the G7 countries to meet to create a carbon club. Oh my God, is that like a coffee club at work? Even better. You all put in so many credits. Kind of. And Every it, week. And, and or, if or you're. Keys? If, or keys? <laughs> like. Yes, definitely keys in the bottle. <laughs> you put two bucks in and someone goes and buys This coffee. is my VW. So, so my Audi, they all drive Audis. But so basically it would mean anyone not in the carbon club would pay huge costs for not meeting their climate standards. He is the new G7 president and Australia is the only one who didn't meet their pledges at all nice. at Glasgow. Ah, and yeah. we're being seen as a free rider. Because we are. Because we, yeah, we are. And so basically if they do this, which they're shuffling towards, we will get royally porked. 
Well, not that I want us to be royally porked. I want us to do the right thing. I'd like us to have the incentive that we're going to be royally porked yes. if if we don't get our shit together. But I love Olaf is not happy. Olaf is looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Olaf. Any more? Any uh, more? Look, 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 I just want to say that the to get clear air for a, a twenty, you know, an, an election by the twenty first of May. Um, this is if Scott Morrison is still the leader. Well, it doesn't matter who it is, really. Yep. It's just that if you want to have – there's two dates uh, in Saturdays before that where there is – where there, is, there aren't school holidays or Easter or an election in another state or anything like that. Yep. And they are the 14th of March and the 21st of March. That means they have to be called on the 21st or the 28th of February, respectively, to, to get there. So next week could be uh, what we see again is the killing season. Mm-hmm. Um, however, factoring... Peter d- Dutton's got his whiteboard out and he's got a Gantt chart. Yep. He's got a Gantt chart of when to decapitate yeah, and would, when to... I would oh. say so. People are saying I've I've seen some people say oh but the election they want to they want to have the, sorry not the election the budget, budget they want to yeah. call yeah, the bu- yeah, yeah. have the budget out budget's not due out till the 29th of March so that's too that misses those dates where was it but there was an election promise was it India where it was all about putting um, baldness treatments on the equivalent of the PBS fuck yeah yes that was India <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> I'm just, just Peter Dutton. No, no. Peter Dutton, if you got some, if uh, you, no, you, you know, got for, what are you going to do with that 160 million dollar port barrel you've got there? But it, it it is kind of interesting. So, home strategists, I want you to think about: Do you want the Saturdays with clean air? Do the roll next week, move on, or are you thinking that we need to have a budget so people come off what they're saying is the high of the budget? I Guaranteed. actually don't think the budget will be that great. No, but that's Scott Morrison's last card. That's his oh, last that's big. No, tax. it's going to be is great it, because it's his of last tax, card in the deck. Tax for for rats, you can get tax back for rats. Uh, it, oh, the, for it'll be sake. so if much. If you're shit obliged like that. by your employer to buy them, they can't even get that right. Everyone should get them. Uh, anyway, it's been lovely this week. Yeah, Jack. it's been lovely. And Thank we love you, you listener. You are, you are great listeners. Uh, send us your stories and your stuff. And um, tell me what you think about the timing. I'm I just want to know what you're wearing. Oh, the just election. Me, oh, the election, not the Just how long. tell me what you're wearing. <laughs> what? Uh, this is G'day Sausages, Australia's greatest, best ever podcast of all, ever, ever. Ever.